0: Last week we learned the Igarus Hafei, where he quoted the famous Balsham Shem Lo Eilam HaShem and that is that uh, the emunah of a Jew requires belief in the constant renewal of creation. And here on Daf Kuf he talks about, he makes the Kalva from Kriyas Yamsuf, that if Kriyas Yamsuf, that the water pre-existed, required a constant Holding up the waters, so for sure, creating something out of nothing requires the Rebbeinu Shlom constantly creating. Okay, so I just wanted to share with you some other references in the Talmidim Shem that talk about this concept. Let's start with Rebbei Yitzchak of Braditcher in Kedushas Levi. And most of these places, you'll see that they quote this chapter in Tanya that we're learning as a reference point. So in Parsha Shkolem. The Kedusis Levi addresses the four Parshias. Where's the phone? Oh, you guys can hear me? So, in the four Parshias. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> four Parshias here, it's in Parshash So, if you look on the Dav Tof Yud Gimel in the Kedusis Levi, Tof Yud, Yud Gimel, so on the right hand column it says, U Mirumas. What's Parshas Chodesh about? Remember, that's the first of the four Parshias that we read. About, no, it's not. It's the one about B'navi <laughs> Shapashis Nisan of uh, Rishkedish Nisan. So we say there that God forbid, a Jew should never say that God created his world, that he no longer is watching over it. God forbid that anybody should say that. To the top of the column there. A person is obligated to believe with complete and total conviction. That Hashem is constantly watching without a moment's interruption over all the world. And HaKadosh Baruch who is constantly renewing them and constantly giving them their sustenance and their existence. Like we say, we say this in chakras every morning, that Hashem renews His day, His world, every day, constantly. Now if you look in the footnote, Zion on the bottom here, he quotes a rather earlier source for this concept, not from the Hasidics. I in part in my name that's from the Ramach, Shar seder amidos and va'ate mechayes kulam as we say in davening and you Hashem sustain them all pirs hashizal va'ate mahave l'kulam you bring them all into existence v'chein pirs va'ate mechayes kulam b'ha'kolin yinechet says the remark this is all one idea ki mi'achashu avayosam v'mtziyam minay and since Hakadosh the one who brings them into existence from their nothingness is yuchrech by force that it is coming from him and they all draw from him capital H their existence, their life since he is the one who gives them their lives he is bringing them into existence constantly at each and every moment okay so he goes into 7 and then he quotes there and so, on. so that's the Kedushas Levi. So again, Kedushas Levi was the, a disciple of the great Maggid. So that's the second generation. Let's look at one other second generation here. And that is ramatullah of Chernobyl. Okay, so that's the safer. you got to flip the page over there and you'll see it says Hadrocha Alif Beis. This comes from the Sefer Likute Torah of Ramatullah of Chernobyl, who was a son of the Maranaim. And this was printed, as I've told you in the past, by Ramatullah Nestipel's father, Abzish of Tolmich. He was the one who printed it with Haskama of the Diverchaim and the Sadigere. Um He got the rights to print this, even though he was, he was a son in law of the Chikasa. So at the beginning of the sefer, before he goes into any of his interpretations on Chumash, there are hadrachas, basically instructions for life. Okay, hadracha base. Rishayna, the first thing, of course, hadracha base starts with Rishayna. I love that. The first thing you got to know in hadracha base is Tzorach Leida ulaham, and a person must know and have absolute conviction beemes, in truth that there is a God who is the first existence. Sheim who brought into existence all creations, above and below, who is infinite, and He brought them all to existence from one Pentala, and He is one unified God. Ainsif is infinite, Elas Kali the cause of all causes, Kala and he created all the worlds. Infinitely, meaning that they're they're gonna kinda kind day they keep on being surprised that they discover a new species and a new star and a new galaxy. Like tomorrow's not gonna to be there They've got it all. Today they've discovered it all. <laughs> till tomorrow and he is the one who suffuses all the worlds surrounds all the worlds envelops all the worlds is above and below he's inside of all the worlds and he created this lowly world for the purpose of the Torah for the purpose of Yisrael. I'm not making this up, and neither is the Baal Shem Tov. Rashi says this. Everything he created as a tool through which we will reveal Hashem's kingdom and his godliness. Because there is no such thing as a king without a nation here is the critical point we need to believe with an intense and strong conviction Shu that he suffuses the entirety of the world. there is no place void of his presence Dava and in every detail of the world is his glory. Uma Hussay Bakil Mashallah and his kingdom extends to everything here are the two critical words. A fil of eclipse. Even the dark side. Remember that was the whole argument that we learned about last week that they took offence to? Aphil of eclipse. Even the is, he are being sustained by him. And he is the one who sustains and gives existence to everything. A he God forbid to remove, his flow and his energy. Even one moment that would, everything would cease to exist. And a person needs to have absolute conviction even when he moves his little pinky. That he is shaking the worlds above, the spiritual worlds above. Like the Balshem Tov Tov. Okay, so again, you see here clearly that this is being hammered away by the Tammidhi Balshem. This concept of he is creating and sustaining everything. Go one more step now to the Divri Parshas Yisroit, Daf Peches in the Nude Chaim, or the one before the Nude Chaim. Where? I'm going to tell you. Okay. I will tell you. Okay. So here he quotes a Rambam and a Merneveichem are in the right hand column. Um, first paragraph. Towards five lines before the end of the first paragraph. The uh, line begins with two heys, hey hey, in a pair, in a parentheses. Uleze right in the middle of the line. Uze Iker emuna. This is the main arena of emuna. Shitzor l'hamin that a person must have absolute conviction not that God did once create the world but that Hashem is creating everything non-stop every moment anew and were it not for the fact that Hashem is creating the world right now the world would become as they say in Yiddish Mishke Babel Take a look at Yud Tess on the bottom, and he quotes here Shlemi Lombron in his footnotes, quotes the Tanya Shayich De Munna, the Beshema Balshem Tov, right?
1: Last line there on the.
0: Now. He goes through and says that this is the mitzvah of Anoichi I am Hashem God that took you out of Egypt meaning even while you were in Egypt in the lowest place in the world in the most immoral place, in the darkest place in the world I was creating you and creating it and running that whole operation so that's the mitzvah of Okay So now let's see how this is elaborated upon by the Svasemes Now this Svasemes is not the Geris Svasemes We've learned this before. This is from Rabbi Arya Leibish of Berjan. Rabbi Shilim Shraga Feibish, I'm sorry, Halpern of Berjan. His son was Rabbi Leibish. He was a disciple of the, um, I believe, of the first two Rebbes of Bells. Um, but he had, his Askamas on the safer are like um, like universally he has a, a from Reb Shimon Seifer who was the rabbi in Krakow at the times of the Divrachayim he has a um here from, the, from Reb Zviash Arnstein who was Rov of Lemberg of Reb Dovid of Tolna who was from the Tursky dynasties of Ramendel of Iznitze, and from the Atzachayim of Siget, Reb Enoch he, he's all over there was the, there was Reb was the Belzer of Son in law in Belzit's a very big it's a big sefer very they're into it's a gorgeous gorgeous drush sefer his son the Imrei Yehuda wrote a big five volume set that's very very capitalistic but also phenomenal drush so it's a it's a very exciting and, and breath, breathtaking sefer because of the novelty of his his approach it's a very exciting sefer to learn so look what he says on this idea that we're discussing here and again in the feet note they bring here the Tanya in this chapter, so that's how we arrived at this destination, and the GPS of Svarman Dvijan. Es is alach So this is our parshas Noyach So Noyach left hand column Daf Pe Gimel, Ah Pe Gimel. Es the Kim Yep, you got it with the elekim. What's the Elekim What's up with the Ha Why couldn't Joseph mm-hmm. said s We need to the David says it's better to trust Hashem than to trust men. Because the Havalaim loyma Liv Toyak Bahashem. What is it? Miv Toiv Bahashem. Miv Tayak Baadam. There's it's better to be sheltered by Hashem than to trust in man. He uses two different verbs. It is well known. Sh call ikerava say that our main service is Laida Ulahamin to know and to have conviction What does that mean that Hashem is Elokim Ki Hateva? has the same numerical value of nature. The and he blessed is he operates at every moment the world of nature Bishmaisbarahavaya. Meaning, he is actively involved in this charade called nature. That's what the word Havaya means. That name of Hashem, Yud and then He and then Vav and then He, is a combination of the words "Haya Havaya, He was, He is, and will be but it also means that he is the one who actively is bringing everything into existence and he is master over them that's why we pronounce it because that is the same concept that he is master over that which he is creating at each and every moment that's the relationship between the pronunciation of the name and the essence of the name and it is he who gives the power over nature at each and every moment. And if God forbid it were to cease at any moment, Hashem were to stop sustaining that form of nature, it would immediately cease to exist. Poof. It would be gone. So it's not that there was a one time creation. And it was put into autopilot, but that it is being created anew at each and every moment. Take a look at footnote number Bays on the bottom. Some biting words here on the bottom. Let's take a look at it inside. Re'elah halon parshas Take a look at parshas history because he goes on to say almost the identical thing that the Rechaim taught under the first of the Ten Commandments, which is the commandment of I am Hashem your God here's what the Spasemis writes There need all I want to tell you, based upon the words of the holy Zier, meos Hashem, your throne is firm since then. Elekim Bigmatria Hakise, says the Zayer. Elikim is the same numerical value of the throne. We just or we just learned, says the Sfas Emes, that it's the gematria of nature. If a person lacks the conviction that Hashem is Alikim, meaning what? That Hashem is creating a new all of creation each and every moment. Rather that Hashem knew originally all the natures that would take place until the end of time, with all the GMOs, and all the changes that would make through the So he's saying here that it is not that it was then, but it's an ongoing process. okay? So too he says that this same concept, the throne, which is of the Kim, which is the of nature that was all part of it, predestined but ongoing somebody who doesn't have this conviction he's an idolater he's serving other gods what does it mean foreign gods he's turned God into a foreigner He's separated the God of nature from the ongoing God of creation. He's made them two separate concepts. That's what the second of the Ten Commandments is. You should have no other guides on my face. What does that mean? He says, Hashem is saying to us, don't separate me. Alponai, Don't make me into two different beings that there's one God of creation and then another there's another power that's taking over or something. Don't make a separation of Havaya and Alakim. Don't make don't make two separate gods. It's two separate perspectives. Obviously, right, because the reality is that it's all one. Then he goes on to say like this. Look He says, if that's the case, if this is so simple, why is it not so simple? It's always a great question, right? Look what he writes there. If it's so obvious, why does HaKashem go ahead and conceal it all in the form of nature? Sure which we just discussed, is the Gemachim of the Gim. Why? If nature is not true, why would you create nature? It's for two reasons. Number one, so that there'll be reward and punishment. If there is no concealment, then there is no free choice. If there's no free choice, then there's no reward and punishment. This is the critical cog upon which all of Judaism revolves Mm -hmm. this is what Judaism is all about meaning critical words here to have conviction that it is Hashem who is creating and bringing into existence at every moment He is the one that's creating nature at every moment We're still in the footnote on Pay Dalit. And it is He who is creating and doing with the one beings above and below as He wishes. Were it not for the concealment, there would be no room for free choice. That's the first reason. You got it? Mental Show where we are in the Pay Dalit. the second reason of why Hashem creates concealment why He creates Teva the reason for this is because in truth Hashem is infinite there is no way for a human mind to grasp the infinite in any which way it's just like it's impossible to look at the sun because of its intense light unless you're using some filters and shades so too and far more, this, more than the sun would be the try trying to wrap the human mind around the concept of the infinite is an act of futility of the most utter degree. So what Hashem does is He creates science. Because at least science leads a person with some kind of illusion that they can wrap their minds around some scientific idea. So it's a tool through which to get to know Hashem, not a tool with which to deny Hashem. Hashem wanted to give the human mind some ability to be able to grasp Him. So he creates physics, and biology, and all the other sciences, so that there's some chedek of godliness that we can wrap our minds around. But I was going to say, Torah doesn't do it, but Gomorrah does that. Yeah, and Hanami. But within the nature of the world. Now, look at this, on top of this, this is this is very exciting because we're going to introduce you to a new, a new personality that we've never learned from before. Pay Dalit, Go up to the top now of Pay Dalit. You. You're ready. Shaila is saying during the three weeks. There was a figure in the Hasidic world called the Sarof, the fiery one of Streletsk. Brings this svasemis that I heard in his name. Okay, this said like this. He said in this language. A Jew who believes he who believes that created that the nature of water is that water extinguishes fire. He lacks in emuna. What's the problem? Because the real mamin is that in each and every individual moment, in every form of water that exists in the world, gives in each droplet of water a new, renewed nature. All water doesn't extinguish fire. This drop of water akadish broku is giving it at this moment its capacity to be able to extinguish fire. It's not a rule that all water extinguishes fire. It's not true. Every drop of water Baruch, gives within its nature at every given moment a new koyak of being able to extinguish fire. There are no properties. Predisposed properties. Where do you see that? You see by Olio and Hira Carmel that when they poured buckets and buckets of water it didn't extinguish the fire because Hashem didn't give that fire the nature, that water, the nature to extinguish fire huh? and therefore it didn't that's Amunah, the Amunah it's not nice, he's saying it's inadequate to believe that when Hashem created water on whatever day of creation he created water that he created with the properties to extinguish fire, No, no that's nice that's not emunah emunah is that every drop of water HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives it it's a afrish in every moment that it can, uh, has the ability to extinguish fire without the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is right now giving it that property water would not extinguish fire even though it's water so not only is so he saying you a whole new in the bria bechlal. that not only does Hashem create everything at every minute, but every component and every property that every element has is also created anew. And therefore, don't take any one of those things for granted, because at any moment any of those things can change. The araya, the I think it was the ha'yakir One of the gab the gab, the gab, the gab is of the dibrechaim once went with him to the mikveh. So after the Divichayim's the passing, they said to him, Tell us some kind of story. He says, I remember a few stupidities. He says, Once at night, it was in the middle of the night, and Divichayim used to go to the mikvah, in the middle numerous times while he was writing a tshuva, he would go to the mikvah if he'd get stuck or whatever it was, he, the many, for whatever reasons, he'd go to the mikvah numerous times. So we were down there and the candle went out. So the Divichayim said to me, Just grab the icicle there and light it, don't worry about it. Yes, this is a shtis, I'm I grabbed the icicle. I lit it, but I'm not mitfes. I don't have any miracles to tell you. <laughs> that's Mabush what he's saying. Because if, if Hashem didn't command the property now that the water should extinguish, so why can't an icicle light? And if heim said that July, it should light. said I mean, you know, there's no, there's nothing more natural about a candle lighting than an icicle lighting. If you're really a mammon what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Right with the, with the with the vinegar and the and the water. You go ahead. Look at the next paragraph. This is also the reason. We don't say bara past tense. He creates now. It's not past tense. It's now. Hashem is right now creating everything and all of their properties. We say this constantly in the. Constant Even though all these things were created and were already finished. In the six days of creation. Imkal said, despite this, Bukal Eis Virga, at each and every moment he creates them, Umachai, the he creates them to give them their existence. Besoy, that's the secret of to the top of the page on Paidalit, Hamachadish Bituva, Bukhayam Tobin May is that which we just learned from the that's the secret of He creates each day in his goodness all of the My the actions of creation, and in footnote Gimel on the bottom here, he brings Ray B'sefer Kodesh Tanya. Take a look at the Balatanya and Xivlo Elam Hashem Dvarchanitzer B'Shamayim. The Balatanya brings here. That forever, Hashem, your words are in the heavens. So Peter, Shabal Shem Tov, Tanya brings from the Baal Shem HaKadosh, Ki Dvaruch Marta, your words that you said, Yehi Rekia B'Saych let there be a sky in the, within the waters. Teh V'Yis V'Yis Yis those very letters and words, And it's a V'Yis them, they constantly stand, B'Taych Rekia in the midst of the heavens is um, They're enclosed in a body there to give them their life and their sustenance. And if those letters and words were to to cease to exist, they'd be gone. Then he also brings this from the heichal abracha, which is from the kamarna. Take a look three lines further. cause of my abal The godly, holy balshemtov said, shem Forever your words stand in the heaven. Actually said that were a craftsman to make a vessel Azakli and it's Arglomen once the craftsman makes the vessel it no longer needs the craftsman of a but the highest king his words of let there be a sky let there be a firmament his words, are they constantly standing in the heavens. and He, with His divine providence and His flow of energy, So He goes through a whole. Oh, get a kick! One, one more paragraph there, because He says what you guys said. on top, the Gemara says that Elioh Novi is around on the day of the market. The reason for this is, those in those days, they came to this complete faith of Hashem creating everything at each and every moment. Because He showed them that rather than the water extinguishing the fire, the water actually increased the fire. Hepachateva, which was the opposite of nature, Shamai Michabesh, that the water extinguishes the fire. They, they said, Oh, through this they saw, Shashem they saw, that's why they exclaimed, that was their exclamation, right? They, their response to that miracle was, Hashem Hashem Walakim. Because they saw that there is no nature. Nature is decided moment by moment by Hashem. At each and every moment, he could play with nature as he wishes. With his desire, with his will, he could change and nullify it. As Mendel said, he who told oil to burn, he will tell vinegar to burn. (inaudible) <inaudible> that's why when Chal saw the miracle with the water burning they said Hashem and that's why on the day of the marketplace he says it's when the Novi comes around because he's trying to awaken people to this idea that they're not the ones that are making their panosa. they're not the ones who are making it happen it is Hashem and he goes through and says that that's what happened in the generation of the flood is that they began to take for granted that um, the world exists and it stands and there's nothing that's going to come along and change it. And they, the um, they corrupted this and as a result Hashem had to cleanse the world and wipe it out and so on. It goes into some you know, very, very beautiful drush about this this idea. Um, and you could look in virtually every Sefer Kadesh that goes through it, but, but the Deber Chaim's word is Iker that that is the realm of the Emunah. Emunah is not, the, to, to see the world as a constantly renewed world, each and every moment that Hashem is creating it with its own Purpose for this moment in history and in the destiny of the world, and that's that's the main arena of the emuna. All right, we'll take it up from the next chapter, Chavah of Hashem next week, unless I find something else here.